podcast listeners and podcast fans, podcast aficionados, podcast newbies, all you fuck buddies, you fuckeritos, whatever it is that uh, Mark Barron says in the beginning of his podcast, I only ever hear the beginning of if uh, the skip thing on my iPad's not working properly and I have to listen to him do all that bullshit at the beginning of like the first like 10 seconds of an episode or whatever before I just move on to the interview part of the podcast. Do you think that Mark Merritt will ever give up on that part of the podcast, the part where just him talking? No, I think that's the I think that that's the part that he likes the most. <laughs> I I feel like I feel like um someone likes that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he knows how you know, he always comments on it. It's like almost like uh it's almost like a cliché critique to be like I only want, you know, uh to, to, it's like it's up there with like Marvel movies art cinema is to be like yeah. I don't listen to the first 15 minutes of a WTF episode it's true but it's also it's tr- true because like uh, I mean most people don't like I, I don't think I ever I don't think I've ever listened to a I think maybe like the first time I ever listened to an episode of WTF I did that I said alright I don't need to do this ever again and then you know I just uh, I think I, I listened to it. I always listen to it. Uh, I didn't like it, but I listened to it. And then I just stopped listening to the show entirely. Uh, yeah, because yeah. it's... You know, I think the last one I listened to was the Jay Leto episode. Oh, and wow. that was like... A, like, I randomly was like, oh, he's going to talk to Jay? Yeah, I'll listen to that. For, for... Like, I'm not, like, particularly, like, a Jay Leto fan. I was just, <laughs> no. like, interested in, like, what the hell could Jay Leto have to say about it? anything yeah. and it turns out he didn't have much to say about anything he was mostly just like yeah you know uh yeah i just did a job <laughs> yeah i had a reason because like i think it was like maybe it was this week maybe it was last week he was talking to rachel maddow and i have no particular interest in listening to rachel maddow i was like well she's a famous person that i've i've known and like i have i guess i was like sure i'll listen to that and then like he's like listen it's like well yeah i guess i you know heard how rachel maddow started in radio now okay yeah. i think like most of it is like i want to hear them respond to criticisms <laughs> that other people have about them and their response is like nah, i don't know i just do my thing i guess yeah. and you're like oh okay <laughs> this rich person with an immense power really doesn't care yeah. what other people think and you know I guess good on them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish I could be so uh, confident in my endeavors. Yeah, the thing is, like, in early the podcast, I think the people who respond to was, like, Mark Marin, like, uh, airing out grievances with, like, all, all other stand ups or whatever. And now, like, the episodes were, like, he's talking to some, like, old, like, veteran stand up, but then I'm like, oh, I don't know who this person is. I don't give a shit about them. Yeah. And I just, like, those ones, like, I skip over now, like, the ones that were, like, were the, the draw and the early. Also, I don't think I've ever seen Mark Maron do stand-up, I gotta say. Well, first of all, he doesn't do stand-up. He sits, he sits on a stool. All right, well, I don't seem to do <laughs> sit-down. Yeah. Uh, second of all, uh, I mean, I don't think it's very funny, um, but some people like it. I know people that like... I actually don't really know anyone that likes it, but someone <laughs> presumably likes it. It's yeah. a lot like the first... 15 minutes of a WTF mm. where he's just kind of ranting. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's not my thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, welcome to Chris and Matt Talk Trash about way more popular podcasts. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's a joker. Yeah. So, yeah. So now this is, the, this is no longer the podcast where Chris and Matt skim Wikipedia. It's where we talk trash about 
Super Mark popular Man. podcasters. You know, I wasn't talking trash. I don't. I don't know. I just. Just it's not necessarily for me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really care. I don't really care about it. Yeah, and, and here's the thing about the McElroy brothers. Hold on, the subject of podcast. Don't podcast. honestly. Don't get me started. <laughs> I, I I want to get you guys a bad. The thing is, I think the problem is, you know, we'd be more successful if we were uh, brothers and there was a third equally tedious one of us, <laughs> and then we just, and then like we just, you know, like uh, did a million podcasts. Uh, of like yeah, it's, it's, more, the it's more of all. like a wearing people down to yeah. be like I guess there's so many I like it yeah yell enthusiastically for a while and then there's, there's uh, like a there's something about I mean like I've never really listened to too much of their stuff so I, I really shouldn't speak too much on it but there is something about the vibe of like being an aging millennial and just like, being too enthusiastic <laughs> and nice about everything that just like rubs me the wrong way it just feels kind of fake and uh when i listen to it it just feels like my bullshit detector kind of just kind of goes off and i'm just like this isn't this isn't for me but then that podcast where they play dungeons and dragons isn't that wonderful uh yeah it's like a little too too like self-congratulatory about liking board games and it's like uh, this isn't yeah. anything. Remember when, <laughs> like, I have yeah. friends. I don't need this. Yeah. yeah, if I wanted to play Dungeons & Dragons, I would play Dungeons & Dragons. Also, yeah. I don't want to play Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it takes way too long. It's not that interesting of a game, yeah. personally. Uh, but, you know, if it brings you joy, I'm looking at a... I'm looking at a... I'm looking at something that is bringing me joy, which is a picture of... A all female uh, cheap trick tribute band called Cheap Chick, and Ooh. they're recreating the Dream Police <laughs> album cover, which is entirely speaking to me because I love that album. So I gotta look that up. That's like you know, it's not on Wikipedia, but I just it's put uh, it the cheap Instagram chick. at We Are Cheap Chick, uh. and um, I went to see. Uh, this is not what this show is about. This is more of a, the beginning of a WTF. But uh, And this is a WTF episode that I listened to, which is I went to see ZZ Top a few weeks ago. Uh, and the Billy Gibbons WTF is very good, uh, if I remember correctly. <laughs> because Billy Gibbons is a super interesting guy who's, like, really been around some real weird people. Like, some real, like, historical figures and not just, like, I don't know, some, like bullshit that i don't know played dungeons and dragons i don't know i have no i don't know billy gibbs is a, a real a guy that's like i've been around some like real old blues guys that like were there so i don't know anyway i saw them and cheap trick open but we missed them but i did see uh leonard skinnard and oh boy that was just a white supremacist route rally Ooh. At one point, uh, the singer of Leonard Skinner, uh, whatever, Robbie Zan- Van Zandt's brother, yeah. uh, threw up the classic OK symbol and said, it's heritage, not hate. Oh. And <laughs> I was like, this is, like, really descending quickly. Yeah, it, I, I'm having a hard time finding the – because, like, putting in, like, cheap chick Instagram is taking me – like, it's us bringing up, like – it's couponing. at We Are Cheap Chick. We Are Cheap. Okay, I just have to type that in because, like, search Instagram.com slash. We're giving a lot of plugs to Cheap Trick, so, like, all 15 of our listeners could be like, Cheap Chick. Yeah, man. Why not? You know, if you're listening to this, you know, leave. Oh, man. There's two pictures. There's only 33 followers. Uh, <laughs> it's the world's only female Cheap Trick cover band. I see that. And honestly, I've, I love this. This is great. Yeah, well, I, I saw oh. on a. Uh, like I saw a different like on the is this the, it must be the same band I guess they I guess they look slight, I guess it's the same woman but like I saw the uh, 
photo on uh, like uh, when I like did a they Google a, image search, it, there's like a a different photo I'm trying to. But they have a on their Discogs page. They have a few different photos, including the one you're talking about. But they have like a, a few photos, and the one lady in the band when they're playing, she dresses up like Rick Nielsen. She's got a Rick. Yeah, they're all they're all dressed up. They look they look like uh, they like have the the vibe like they nail. Oh yeah. It. Uh, I, uh, I'm not gonna say they look just like because like a bunch of weird. They don't look like a bunch of weird looking men, but like in the cheap trick cover, like or the Dream Police picture, like if you squint, you know you could mistake them. Yeah, I, I mean obviously the one that's fun to be is got to be the one who's doing the Rick Nielsen because you get the you know. I mean, uh, unfortunately, I think like a fo- like a four neck guitar is like a little outside the budget of a. Oh, yeah. uh, of a cheap trick cover band, but yes, that is the fun one yeah. to be. But I bet, like, I bet it's all fun. I mean, being in a cover band is fun because you don't have to write any oh, songs, yeah. and all the songs you play are fucking jams. Yeah. Everyone loves them. <laughs> I know this is Chris and Matt's skin Wikipedia, but I just decided to Google all female cover bands because I'm curious. Let's see. Well, there's there's Les Zeppelin, which was like a, f- uh, a famous. Oh one yeah, for I know a while. I know Les Zeppelin. Uh... Um. Vag Halen's apparently one. <laughs> uh, oh, here's wow! Here's a whole thing on a web- website. Let's see. Oh, there's a whole bunch of ACDC ones. Uh, oh, there's there's so many. Let me look at see the best ACDC one. It's probably there's like ACDC. Yeah, like a Metallica. There's one just the bitch fits. I think I've seen yeah, the bitch fits before. Arrow Chicks, which is an Aerosmith one. Uh, there's a couple of the 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 Iron Maidens is like right there. Yeah. Malice Cooper, I like that. This is fun. Yeah, yeah. this is nice. <laughs> it is. There's a Kinks cover one called the the Minx. There's a now there's a Kiss one called Slutter. I don't get that reference, but I'm not a Kiss fan. Like Strutter, oh, okay. the song Strutter, the classic I, Kiss song Strutter. It's a bunch of Led Zeppelin ones, of course, including the famous Led Zeppelin. Uh, yeah, Misfits ones. Uh, let's see, Mo- Molly Crew, Girls, Girls, Girls. That makes sense. Uh, uh, some Ramones ones, including one called apparently the Romains from Japan. Oh wow, that's interesting. I gotta look at it's a Japanese. Maybe I should have just clicked on a random link on a random website. That was maybe a mistake. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna have to look up the Romains now. Uh, uh, the Romains. Uh, the I was in a uh, a uh, Ramones cover band <laughs> when I was in high school called the Romains. Well, this is oh this is a weird image that I went on the. Uh, on the enemy website for the uh, greatest all female tribute bands, the first image you see is a very <laughs> no, it's a very 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 sexual photo. I don't know the reference, but it's like uh, it looks like it's like some like leather, like porn sort of softcore porn thing, but I don't know who it's a reference to. Unfortunately, this is a band called Hirvana. Uh, Man, the the actual Romains, like the yeah. this Japanese Ramones cover band, yeah. looks a lot better than they look way cooler the than the one Street I was band. in. Let's see, there's a oh, there's of course Led Zeppelin, famously, uh, Mistress of Reality, uh, the Ramonas from the UK. They uh, go by Chloe, PP, Cami, and Ronnie. Uh, there's the, the the Iron Maidens are all wearing leather jackets. Uh, Nostalgia, they're all dressed like 90s grunge for some reason. Uh, Joanne, Joanne, that's a good name for a Duran Duran. Uh, yeah. Joanne, like Joanne. It's good. That's a couple good stuff. of them are wearing uh, like fedoras, that's a little weird, but okay. 
that photo I saw is from Vag Haland. Uh, they're a Toronto's feminist art rock band. Uh, they the here. Oh, this is up. Uh, this this is the exact words they use. I'm just going to read their exact copy. Toronto's feminist art rock band is bringing the bad with a dash of ass, armed with a repertoire of classics. Vag muff dives into the salty cock rock waters, blowing nether regions with a commitment to all things queer and all things rock. So that's their thing. Their uh, photo is uh, one of the women she's wearing the, is uh, topless, save for like a, like a vest. Uh, and uh, she's not wearing any pants, and she's wearing like a leather sort of like hat. The other uh, woman is facing away from the camera. She's wearing a leather jacket and like a g-string sort of chap sort of thing. And the one lady is grabbing the other lady's bare ass with a leather glove, and that's bad, a bad Halo cover band, apparently. Uh, so that one is a little uh, more left of center, as they say. Or I say at least, but that had nothing to do with Wikipedia. So, oh well. <laughs> but I, let's see if a thing, if anything, I just went to the what I used to do when we first started doing this version of the podcast, which is going to the Wikipedia sort of like homepage for England or the English language to see if anything interesting is happening. But there isn't anything interesting. <laughs> Well, I'm on the Wikipedia page for the uh, the word fuck, um, and I like the the last sentence of the uh, the like overview paragraph that says there are many common phrases that employ the word, as well as compounds that incorporate it, such as motherfucker, fuckwit, fuck fuck up, and fuck nut. Although I don't say uh, I don't see what the fuck a Ricans, what the fuck yeah. buddies, uh, what the fucking ears, or whatever he says. Uh... Yeah. On the, in the did you know section on the uh, main English page for Wikipedia, one of the did you knows is a very, very, well, the first one involves a Nazi, and that's not even like the weirdest thing on there. I, I won't even say what the, like, the last one is. It's about a fantasy novel that was apparently originally planned as a children's book, but the name of this fantasy novel is completely insane. But I guess it's written by an LGBT sort of person it's written by like a gay guy so i guess it's not problematic it's just weird to see it thrown on the main page of uh wikipedia just like thrown out there devoid of context <laughs> but i thought maybe it was well no i guess uh never mind i'm just gonna go to a random article and try and uh, save the day it takes me oh uh, Tommaso Smith, an Italian screenwriter, active during the fascist era. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. when you want to be active. He's wearing a nice little bow tie in his photo. He looks very serious. He, he wrote, uh, are these all Italian films? I guess so. Uh, Italian aviation docudrama, uh, a comedy film, uh, The Blind Woman of Sorrento, a nice drama. Loyalty of Love, Port, Red Passport, The Fortinetto of Venice, just a film strip called Lucretia Borgia about the Borgias, and his last film was a film called Resurrection. Uh, oh, an adaptation of the final novel by Leo Tolstoy. <laughs> All right, then. Hold on, I gotta is look it, something up. Uh, do, do, do. Okay, looking at uh, screenwriters, because that's what the... I'm looking at now. 
No, this is about the oh, Cantina band the from Star Bib Wars. Bib Fortuna or whatever. <laughs> what are their names? Yeah, I gotta the, look up Bib Fortuna. The Jizz Band or whatever. Uh, what's the guys? Yeah, the Jizz Band. Uh, Finger and Dan yeah. and the Modal Nodes. Uh, yeah, this is... Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was like, what that, what's that guy's name? I know that the style of music they play is Jizz, which is just about the funniest thing in all well, of yeah, Star, Star Wars, Wars right? Well, yeah, Star Wars is known for its humor, particularly the early, like, trilogy. And I don't want to say that... George Lucas has a way with humor, necessarily. I don't think he's, like, a, a funny guy. He doesn't amuse me, you know. Uh, so, probably, I guess, yeah, it is funny that, like, he's like, uh, what if we uh, call it jizz? <laughs> it's like jazz. Jizz. <laughs> Do you, it makes me think that, like, maybe jizz wasn't a thing. Like, it wasn't, like, a thing. Yeah. Yet. Like, not, like, obviously, uh, obviously jizz was a thing, but, like, the term wasn't a thing yet. Uh, possibly. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if they'll... I'm just going to type in jizz on Wikipedia and see what happens. Oh, uh, I hope you save search. Uh, no, wait, no, I'm on Google. Never mind. This isn't Wikipedia at all. Wiktionary. All right. Uh, let's see here. The term was first used in print. Uh, wait a second. There's several of jizz. Oh, this is the uh, the jizz, the unique characteristics of a bird species that enable it to be immediately identified by an experienced bird watcher who has seen that bird before and is familiar with its appearance and behavior. That is the version, the first version of jizz that I'm seeing on the Wiktionary. Uh, and then there's the second version, which is the uh, noun, vulgar slam, for uh, male ejaculate, sperm, semen, derived terms, jizz mopper, jizz vest, and jizz bandit. And then, <laughs> jizz, jizz bandit. Well, the derived terms from jizz, which is apparently alternate forms, forms occur, jism, jism, jizz with only one z, and j- <laughs> did, Why did you you just went jism, jism? One spelled the G, one spelled the J. And then they have jizz with one Z, and then they have jism spelled J-I-Z-Z-U-M. So they have three different versions of jism. And then when... I don't mm. know when jizz in this sense became... But if I click... I don't know if I click on the alternate form, if it will help at all. Alternate spelling of jism. Click on jism, uh, which uh, originally you first attested with the meaning of energy... Oh, with the meaning semen circa 1888. So apparently this has been slang... Jism uh, has been a known slang since 1888. I don't know when it was turned into jizz, so to speak. Apparently, in the 1981 book uh, Rabbit is Rich by John Updike, he, this sentence is uh, included. The girls in blue movies rub their faces in jism. <laughs> John Updike. <laughs> The famous uh, American novelist apparently wrote lines like that into his books. <laughs> Way to go, John. Way to go. Trash. Like, oh, references. <laughs> Greens. Way to go, John. Now we're going to the reference for this, all this jism talk. Okay. Um, let's see. Jism. Uh, when, let's see. At uh, Seaman circa 1888. Uh, an ejaculation sort of thing. Uh, uh, jizz bag circular two thousand one. Uh, uh, Wait, did you say jizz bag? Uh, let's see, jizz rag two thousand five. Uh, jizz water two thousand. 
in phrases, apparently the phrase lick someone's jizz means to be oppressed circa 1989 and beyond. Where's this come from? Um, from somebody, somebody. This is, this is really the lowest the podcast has ever been. Just like finally just got to the point where just like, let's just look up jizz on Wikipedia. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Dot com. Okay. So in, in the 1888, uh, something called Socratic love and something called stag party. Uh, it's, I think it's like a poem, maybe in a book. It's it, the line is his ponderous cods, the same for the gods. We're both surcharged with jism. Uh, but if I click, so, so yeah, basically though, uh, George Lucas knew what was up uh, when uh, this was happening. Uh, it's apparently also is in uh, William S. Burroughs' Naked Lunch. Uh, mm, I can think of two words wrong with that title. Is that is that the yeah, 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 yeah. that is it uh, Naked Lunch? A named okay. G. Legman who in the who collected a bunch of lyrics. Uh, that involved just a. Yeah, they collected yeah, limericks. The book, the book came out in 1953 called Limerick. It's put up by somebody named G. Legman, but it seemed to be a collection of like limericks because like there's other sort of like the dates on these things were sort of like previous to uh. uh but the original version apparently just meant energy spirit. And what have you. This was the version mm. from 1842 uh, from something called Spirit of the Times. His horse was knocked up. The jism and the starch was effectively taken out of him. Uh, Bartlett's uh, dictionary, jism meaning spirit. I knock all the jism out of him. <laughs> Somebody named H. Leonard wrote something called uh, Da. Now, now, do you have to register this episode with uh, with iTunes to be like you got to put the explicit one on this? I think or we, we are just generally, just generally explicit. explicit. Yeah, I honestly, I would love to get a shirt that just says "generally explicit." Uh, yeah, perhaps. Uh, but this it was uh, nineteen thirty eight. It's something called "I Can Get It for You Wholesale," which I assume led to the uh, story by Philip K. Dick. We can remember it... for you wholesale. The line mm-hmm. is. <laughs> the, yeah, the total put a little jism into it, it, will you? <laughs> <laughs> and in 1994, somebody, apparently using the old version of it, wrote something called Secret World of the Irish Mail, and the line is, Most Dubliners are a great company, full of jizz and strange mischief. <laughs> uh, talking this new... Uh, I'm, looking, I'm looking at the um, Wikipedia page for... Uh, uh, Toby Hooper's The Fun House, which is playing nearby in a couple in a couple days. I, I didn't realize uh, that uh, the, in the cover for it, it looks like uh, someone's got a little jizz coming out of the mouth. So it's, this is the this is Chris and Matt jizz Wikipedia. Jizz <laughs> Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, still eat this podcast. Just in general, just... We've been on this for we've been on this for a really long time. Now I'm looking at the uh, the. Uh, the uh, page for video nasty, which is the oh. one of the greatest <laughs> terms you can have for oh, yeah, an explicit film. Way up there, along it's way better than what stag film or whatever. Like they used to call them back in the day, like when you'd go yeah. to like a bachelor party before like porno was like uh, on like um you know like a VH. It's just like the one of those things where like the syntax just is just feels like it's yeah. reversed for no not, reason, but it it sounds a, way cooler. Yeah, like it should be nasty like video, video nasty. right? It's like a British but, term, like yeah. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah, because like, from like, that's like I think like it used to be like back in the day, 
Films banned by the BBFC, but not classified as busy of video nasty of video nasty because they're not all porno necessarily. Because like there's a lot of like video nasties that are like uh weren't like necessarily like I mean like Friday the Thirteenth apparently was originally considered a visual video nasty according to the video nasty page on Wikipedia. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Master because like there's three sections in the DDP the DPP list of video nasties which was first made public in June 18th. 53 relationship to censorship like yeah just as like a uh yeah because these aren't even necessarily considered pornos in general they're just considered like uh things that are considered not cool in the film genres by format video nasty there's also it's, what are these other sort of format ones here at the bottom list here Ooh, look at all the different film genres that they have listed oh by style you can get your um your art, your action, art house, heroic bloodshed, Hong Kong action. You got your um, uh, comedy, black comedy, commedia all'italiana, commedia sexy all'italiana, romantic, dramedy, gross out, horror, parody, mole tao. I don't know what that is. A type of sexy humor associated with Hong Kong popular culture. Thriller, remarriage, romantic, sex, screwball, silent, and slapstick. Apparently, remarriage. Ah, the comedy of remarriage is a subgenre of American comedy films of the mm -hmm. 30s and 40s. Yeah. I wrote my thesis on it. On the or on at least part of remarriage? It. In, in, uh, I wrote it on screwball mm. comedies and, and the Coen brothers. And the, college, the comedy of remarriage was a popular subgenre of romantic comedies in the 1930s. And my uh, proposition was that a lot of Coen brothers screw, screwball comedies, romantic comedies, were actually mm, the comedies of divorce. My thesis so was on the role that mm. family plays in the films of Wes Anderson. And now, and now we have a mm. podcast together where we talk about jizz for minutes on end. Oh, <laughs> yeah yeah don't true. go to college yeah, i mean yeah that's not actually i mean not a t unless you need like to get a college degree for something like if you want to i guess you want to be like an accountant or something maybe go study accounting but yeah yeah maybe go, yeah, maybe go sit on yeah. it <laughs> yeah but if you want to be like me like i could have just taken that time and like uh spent more of my time watching movies and tv and listening to music and like just like writing and then i'd be in the same place i am now other than maybe I wouldn't have written my book for like uh, the publisher I wrote it for because they were like an academic publisher. So being able to be like, oh, yeah, I got my bachelor's in film studies. They're like, oh, sure, write a book for us. But otherwise, other than that, I've never really used my, de my degree for like anything other than like, you know, although maybe I became a better writer from writing all those essays about, you know, films or about uh, Manifest Destiny or like... Um, Whatever other shit I wrote papers about, uh, Tony Morrison's beloved, I think. Uh, you really, uh, really took the fun yeah, out of my comp. I also took comment. the fun out of my comp. <laughs> I mean, put the fun yeah. back in my comp, yeah. please. Let's, let's, oh. <laughs> put the is, fun back. Is that in the back. public domain? Because then we could do like a mind comp vampire hunter or something, or like a. <laughs> oh, God. Mind comp and zombies. <laughs> uh, are we all happy that the vampire? Yeah, my comp and ended? zombies. They're like you know, because that was like the. Remember the bidding war over that movie, and, and then that movie came shit, out, yeah. and then it was just it forgotten with Pride immediately. And zombies, and then it went to Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter, and then that became like a fucking shitty ass movie where Mary Elizabeth Winston played Mary Tyler yeah. Lincoln. It's the only interesting thing about it because she's an actress of some note these days, because she was in Sucker Punch, I think. I don't remember. 
Oh yeah, that's what she. That's what yeah. she's interesting for. She's the worst fucking movie. No, she's that's interesting because she interested. started that uh, remake of the thing. Sucker Punch. Uh, oh, the yeah. one that came out like a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, she's another movie yeah, that like I didn't, doesn't I didn't exist. Oh, she's got a spouse. Oh no, they separated. She was married in 2010. Jesus, she was so young then. Uh, uh, she was like, uh, let's see. She turned. She's like, oh, I guess she was twenty six or something. To me, that's young to get married. In this, in this modern era, yeah. they got uh, they separated. So this person, he has his own Wikipedia page. Like, oh, the dude who directed the Art of Self Defense, uh, is yeah. They oh, I just watched that be, movie. Uh, it was married okay. to uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead for several years. Oh, she's been in some music videos. Uh, mm. She's in a Portugal the Man music video. She's in a Honus Honus music video. Uh, music. You know that Portugal the Man song? Yeah, probably. The popular one? That's just <laughs> Happy by Pharrell. And everyone pretends like it's a different song, but it's not. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's my, yeah. that's my, my spiel. Um, did you know that Tom Petty would have nice. been 69 today? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh, she's in uh, Gemini Man, it, right? right? Oh, she's a... Oh, she's a also in that upcoming kind of Birds of Prey movie, which I want to. A movie that I don't know. I, I don't may really see it, but like about. I just. I don't know. I thought that I thought the trailer was well cut, but like they had one good cut of a Suicide Squad trailer, and that movie turned out to be garbage. So yeah. like. That movie is very bad. It, it looks a little look too much like, like Suicide Squad for me, which and like the look of Suicide Squad is like. I mean, I yeah. thought Margot Robbie is fine in Suicide Squad, but, like, this looks too much like Suicide Like, if it was, like, a, if she was doing Harley Quinn in a movie yeah. that, was like, looked a little different, I'd be more excited for it. Yeah, we'll But, see. you know, maybe it's we'll good. I don't what know. happens. I don't yeah, because I just, like, in the yeah. trailer, I like the fact that it seemed like a... Uh, Suicide yeah, Squad is very it like bad. Le- they let Margot Robbie do, like, everything. Like, they let her, like, you know, like, make every acting choice a person can make. Like space in the trailer alone, and it seems mm-hmm. kind of interesting to me. It may be kind of like batty in like a fun way, possibly. I don't think it's gonna be like quality. Yeah, it'll, but it might be like yeah, a, it'll be a fun. good romp. All right. It's got to be better than that scene in Suicide Squad where the Joker falls in a big vat of you guessed it. Jizz. <laughs> oh man, they call him the Jizzker after that. Yeah, yeah, the gist curve. Yeah, let's end it on All right, let's end it. We won't talk about the upcoming Batman movie that cast Paul Dano as the Riddler. I mean, yeah. all that sounds very interesting. I do like, to me. Yeah, I like, and I like people. Robert Pattinson's a really talented actor, and so it'll be, yeah, he's definitely uh, very big good. fan. So is Kristen Stewart, for that matter. They're both very talented. Just happen to be caught in their early career making those shitty Twilight movies. I think. Well, I think. Um, Kristen Stewart's a little more um, sort of got a narrow bandwidth of what she does well, but when she's in that bandwidth, she does a really good job. I think Robert Pattinson's got more sort of extensive skills. He's definitely like yeah, that guy can do. That he's I think super that guy talented as an actor. Definitely, I'm looking forward to seeing that Lighthouse yeah. movie. That's just like him and Willem Dafoe like losing their minds or something. But right, uh, I, yep. Uh, this is the pa- this is the yeah, Pattinson. Yeah. This is the Pattinson cast. This is. What? We, I don't even think we nope. introduced her, he, ourselves yeah, in this episode, talking, which is good, because so yeah, the whole time talking but, about jizz. Uh, yeah, yeah, so like, thank you, Gabber Media, for playing up with all our jizz talk, and you listen to other Gabber Media podcasts. Sorry. Uh, uh, we don't have a, a Twitter for the podcast anymore, because as I said in the last episode, <laughs> you have a bazooka joke I'm trying Twitter. to do it every day, but I haven't quite been able to, because the thing is when I'm writing, like, you know, all the time for, like, work, and then be like, oh, remembering to take 
five or ten minutes out of my day to go open up like a different Twitter account to tweet from the fake Bazooka Joe account. I don't want to listen to you fucking complain about your fake yeah. Twitter account. <laughs> Either do it I'm or trying don't. To, I'm just saying it hasn't, I haven't been able to be as engaged as I've hoped to be. But I do sometimes just go on there. I search for if people are... The problem is like when I search for people tweeting Bazooka Joe, so many random fucking assholes have like Bazooka Joe in their like username or whatever. So then I have to like skim through all that shit to find people actually tweeting about Bazooka Joe. But yeah, at it's Bazooka Joe. Give that a follow. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, <laughs> it for this episode of Chris and Matt skim Wikipedia. And sometimes... Uh, Look up uh, Cheap Chicks Instagram page as well. It's the new name of the podcast. Kind of like how that Birds of Prey movie has a really long name to it. Kind of like the movie Birdman. Birdman. Birds of Prey. Mm, the ignorance yeah. of being virtuous uh, or something. God, I can't believe people pretend yeah, to like yeah. that movie. So, uh, anyway. Uh, see you next time, <laughs> podcast fans. <laughs>